0: Good morning everyone, a new day, a new day which equals a new life for all of us. And we want to start off our day, we want to start off our life as we do every day. The way we want to start off our day in life every day, which we will, with the help of Hashem, is with positivity, with love, with, with focusing our thoughts and our our speech, which comes before our action many times. We want to be positive. We want to love every Jew. And it's difficult. It's difficult sometimes for a person to be positive. It's difficult sometimes for a person to see the good in another person, especially oneself. It's difficult. And the goal is, if we can every day remind ourselves and strengthen each other and talk about it. When a person talks about something, like we said yesterday, a person comes through emunah, a person comes through things when you talk. If you talk and say, I love you, I love you, I love you, and you say, you know, that's good, and you see the good in people, and you talk positive things and then that, right? You guys know that that, uh, experiment that they did with the, uh, it's a Chinese experiment, I never read it myself, I heard there's a book on it, you guys have heard this from me, where they had this plant, and they, uh, they had people talking to the plant, a plant, talking to a plant, saying negative things to the plant, playing I think like dark, like rock and roll, dark music, and, 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 um, talking negative talks to a plant and the plant ended up growing cockeyed and crooked there's a chinese experiment and then they had another plant that they put in a in a uh, little uh, thing and they had them play nice music and they would say good morning i love you and talk all the talk beautiful things and the plant grew beautifully there's a China, there's a book about it someone said something also about like molecules in the water there's a whole experiment that's for a a, a a plant so could you imagine when you see someone who's growing up or someone who in life is like a little bit you look at that guy you say whoa that guy's a little bit off yeah the reason he's off is because he's been hearing since the day he's born right Till however old he is, he's been hearing criticism and criticism and criticism and negativity and negativity, so you grow cockeyed. So, you, so, so, so it, 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 could you imagine a person, a plant, it affects a plant. Could you imagine a person? Very scary. So that's why we want to, every day, and it's not just like, okay, one time you just say, okay, plant, mm, I love you. Every morning, every day, you have to take care of it. And you have to, God willing, you'll see, right? I just, I've said this many times with my, with my own family. I'll get to you in a second, Leiby. I, I, with my own family, right? Trying. it's the morning. The morning's everyone rushing to school and you're this, and everyone's always late for some reason, at least in my house, right? We're always running late and this one, this, and guy, 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 right? What do you want to do? Just go over. I love you. Have a great day. Positivity, positivity. Because you know what happens when you get out in the world? You get out in the, the and real, the, the real world that that is, right the real world, when you get out there, they're going to beat you up. They're going to beat you up. Whether it's in school, they're going to beat you up. Whether it's in, in, at your job, they're going to beat you up. What are you beat you up? You're going to get the negativity. You're going to get the snide remarks. You're going to have the competition. You're going to have whatever it is. And then what are you going to do when you go home? You're going to go home and you've been beaten down and you come down and then you got to make sure you're machazik your wife so how are you going to do that how are you going to do that so the formula is the formula is I'm going to breed and bring and generate positivity and love within myself over and over and you got to do it every single day every single day every single day as much as you can yes livey Ibrahim is to see the good in other people.
1: Exactly. Correct. That's why it takes so long to get out. Right.
0: Correct. Correct. And that's from him. That's from a tzaddik who worked on himself. Correct. So it takes a lot of time. But the pshat is is that we look at it like, oh, how was he after 14 years? No, it's every day, day in, day out, learning halachas, what I am allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say, why. Because you want to live a life, everybody here wants to live a life of positivity and love and, and what he wants and, 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 and even more than that. Why do we struggle and why does a person do Averis, why does a person Stop doing certain things, and he and he uh, is not able to continue, is because he's insecure about it. Because he tells himself negative things, he has negative thoughts about things. He doesn't feel good about himself. So the more we can, especially during Elul and Rosh Hashanah, as we're getting ready for a new year, to to really learn to build ourselves up over and over. And I think Yehuda Mattel was saying this because we were saying it's like the bathing. Right, that, uh, you know, people often say that positivity doesn't last. Right, as motivation doesn't last, positivity doesn't last. Well, either does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So that's why we, we recommend, like Yehuda was saying. I think Yehuda, was you? Sometimes you, have to die, sometimes you have to take a shower five times a day if you're sweating. And you're, this is that why? Yeah, okay. Thank you. You're a good shliach, Yehuda okay question comments and then let's learn the halacha question comments on that please please let's try and understand better how we could be more positive to ourselves more positive to other people what is positivity especially when you're negative what do you do when you're negative that's the question yes What is that? Dead way, fish go with the, f- you mean dead fish go with the flow? You're saying that? Because you said uh, they just go with it. I uh, was
1: thinking more about that. grow strong in the of the in the Let's say somebody gets in the mindset that you just live with all this bad stuff. And is it truly
0: living or is it just? That's what I said, dead so fish. Walk. You're talking about a dead fish. Dead fish go with the flow. Goes with the flow. He's going with the flow. If you're going with the flow and you're not re-energizing yourself, you're not doing this, you're not constantly working on it, you will, you're a, you're, you're a dead fish. You're just, not you. Right? Right, exactly. Well, they don't even do that when they're dead. You want to be, you want to be better, a person. Oh yeah, for a certain, for a certain amount of time. Not, not, not for long. Okay, okay, that's, that's the water. Exactly, the other things are flowing through it, exactly. So yeah, Laib is making a very good point. Yes, 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 yes. It's a very scary thing. It's a very scary thing to think that yes, it's just going to happen to me. My relationship with my parents, my relationship with other people, my relationship with Hashem, my relationship with, with everything, whatever it is, is just going to happen. Someone else is gonna make it happen. No, it won't. If you're not going to take full responsibility for your life, and you're not going to take full responsibility for your positivity, then who is going to do that? Nobody. Nobody. And if you're waiting for the other guy to be positive, keep on waiting. Okay. So says the, um, the Chavetz Chaim, in Hilchus Lashon Hara Hey Beis Dalid, he says, you have to be careful speaking about a rav and his psak. Many times a person hears a psak, right, from a rabbi that he says, this you're not allowed to do or this you're not allowed to do. And he says a person has to be very careful to, right, oh, that rav doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not a tamachachim. Or that Psaq that we need to do, I'm on page 47, X, Y, and Z, doesn't make sense. Now it doesn't mean, I want to be very clear about this, it doesn't mean that you can't speak to somebody to understand why the rav said this, it doesn't mean that you can't understand why this person's like this. Maybe he's being machmir. So fine. So understand that there's a way to be machmir and there's a way to be mekel. But what happens is because of our uh, past and because of sometimes our trauma and because of our pain that we might have had from a a halachic thing that I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to do this. It brings a negative it brings a negative feeling when you hear a psak. So what do you do? You automatically might say, oh, that Rav's so-and-so. That Rav is, uh, you know, is uh, whatever it might be. He says, the Rabanim of this generation can't be compared to the Rabanim of years ago who are a much higher madrega. He says, Chavetz Chaim says, we must respect um, our Rabayim and our um, Tzadikim of our generation because if we don't have that, then, then it's very dangerous because you're, you're, you're going to cause other people not to listen to the p'sak of the halacha of that rav. Now again, I just want to be clear. It doesn't mean that if that rav is not for you that you could go find another rav, you could find another rebbe. But to knock the rebbe, to knock the rav, it's like that with schools. A lot of times people have a bad experience with school. So what do they say? They say, that school is a terrible school. So that's something that is a dangerous thing to say. It could be that it is a terrible school. First of all, you're not allowed to say it. Secondly, you could say, okay, that school was not for me. That mahalach is not for me. Question comments on this? And again, the point is, is that I don't want to be a negative person. I don't want to be someone who, when something bothers me about something, that I'm going to automatically just you know, be negative, yes? Um, let's say, uh, saying I had a story that someone asked
1: me, one uh, time. a we woman uh, came over and asked, asked me her son about a yeshiva that yes. I was in, she'd give you
0: about your experience, so. Right, that's a great question, it's a great question. So there are, so Shalom's asking, let's say someone comes over to you and says, oh, I'm thinking of sending my son to this school, and this school you got kicked out of, this school, the Rebam, Right, made your life miserable, and they're crazy, and whatever it is, it might be You're right. might be 100% right. What do you do? Amazing question. Um, my, my, my first thing to say is that there are rules of when you have to say something. There are rules when you have to give information because you're protecting the person. Anything, anything, that's what everyone says. One of those things is to make sure I'm just going to mention this. One of the conditions that you're allowed to say something negative about something is if it's not coming from your own anger at the school. You can't exaggerate. You can't have anger. You ha- have to be able to this is the only way you could you could give it over. It's not really an honest Meaning answer if, if an Exactly. Very good, Shalom. I like what Shalom's saying. You hear what he said? Beautiful. Say that again. I want everyone to hear this. This is very important. Listen just
1: to the words that he said. It's not... It's not an honest answer when you're in an angry mindset.
0: Correct. Because when you're angry, so it totally twists your whole perspective. So one of the things it could be that a person would be able to sit down and say, listen, these are the positive things about the school. These are the... I personally didn't have the best experience. I also was a Lebedeck a kid, I was a little bit wild, so I can't judge I don't know the teachers. And really to give a proper, you know, a proper, but, but, but like you're saying, the first step is to take away the emotional uh, anger or whatever it might be to, to, to uh, <coughs> but, but great question. Beautiful, Shalom. Yes, Shai.
1: So just to give you an example of like how you can actually do that, like I once had this problem before, and uh, someone was asking me like, about a school, I personally didn't have a good experience there. But then I asked myself, I was like, hey, would this school benefit this guy? It probably would. So I was like, dude, it's a sick place, man. Right. I I I, I, got, I, was, I wasn't like really out of that school. But still, I was like, you should definitely go because for you, it would be a good school. Wow, beautiful. beautiful. Shkaya, Shkaya, wow.
2: wow. Beautiful,
0: beautiful, 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 yeah. <laughs> I
2: was just thinking now, yeah. I feel like, Problems are really the best thing in the world. So if we didn't have problems, what do we be do we have to work on? So the fact, that we have problems. Is, is it's obviously yes. There, it's it's very it's it's time consuming. It hurts your brain a lot. But at the same time, you know, if we didn't have problems, what would we, what, who are, who are we? Like who would we be? You know.
0: Yeah. And it's not even Rosh Hashanah It's still from last year. Just wait till Rosh Hashanah hits you, Ari. I mean, So yeah. you have to be careful. You have to be careful because that could come off negative. Oh, he's very Mahmer. You could say, you know, it happens to be that that uh, you know. You have to be probably that could probably maybe come off negative to say he's Mahmer. You know, he's machmir. I don't know. You also have to know a lot of halacha to say what's mach. You know, people just say things. Right, have to know the sugya well enough to say if that's a khumra. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right, it's no big deal. You have to, to be careful with that. Yes, Morty. Two um, things, one, I don't know what the
3: topic is, the uh, schools yes say, you know, like whatever you are saying a little bit, is that you actually have to, you can't, you know, like when, you're, when you're kids, you look at it from the perspective like, yeah, like it's always their fault, they were on top of me, they were this, that was their, think about it for a little bit why would they on top of you like, why would they do like you know like okay if you got like a, if like for example with me if I got in trouble in school and I would get upset about it like thinking about it now it was my fault you know they have the rules and that's and, like because I had a bad experience me having a bad experience led to me not following the rules which, which is definitely normal you know and additionally beautiful. I want Rebbe to speak about if Rebbe if wants to about the machlokas and uh, what's it called And it says the story brings up which comes to mind. What? tell us, go it go. Says, it says about Hashem loves someone who who breaks up a machlokas there's a whole situation in the town. It says it in the story over here. It says it on day fourteen where like there was a machlokas in the town and it was causing a lot of uh, a lot of beef. So the COVID guy brought everyone together. did a very powerful speech. And like, and then it finishes off that Hashem mm-hmm. loves people who break off machokas and don't argue. and so Because arguing, you know, machokas is a beautiful thing too, but it could lead to so on and so forth. So just like, I don't know, I want
0: Beautiful read, read perspective on it. Beautiful, beautiful. Shkayach, I'd like to hear your perspective. Shkayach mm-hmm. more. Beautiful, awesome. I, I just want to say what well, Morty said, I just, want to, I just want to say this, and, and, and I'm, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you this comes from doing what he's been doing for an entire year, and now a year plus, is taking all of this seriously. At, at how old are you, Morty? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. To be able to say that, that my schooling and uh, I don't know your past experience in school, but if you say you had difficulty and that you, you got in trouble, whatever it is, to be able to own up to that. To say that that was my fault at 19 years old and to take all the responsibility on yourself, I think is, is incredible. So uh, I'm, I'm serious, I think it's incredible. Not push it, not push it, not, not simple. Because that's what we're all here to do. At the end of the day, negative people are blamers. If you're negative, it means you're blaming somebody or something, you're a victim. You're a victim. A victim is, I'm negative, right? We're going out on a trip, the weather's not good, we're not gonna have a good trip. Why? Because it's raining outside. That's why I'm negative. Oh my gosh, it's so difficult because of this situation, that's where negativity. A positive person says, I bring and live the weather within myself. So what that it's raining outside? The guy who's complaining about the rain outside it's raining inside his heart. When you're negative, it's because you aren't ready, and you haven't taken the responsibility. Now, again, I'm, I, I'm negative also. I have a lot of negativity to me. That's why I have to remind myself to be positive. So it's not something wrong to say, okay, oh, so I'm negative. I don't ever want to be negative again. No, it's constantly taking ownership. It's constantly saying, I'm not going to wait for my roommate to, to make things good. I'm not going to wait for my father, my mother to make things good. I'm not going to wait for my siblings, for my cousins, my rebay, and my whatever it is to make things good. I'm not going to wait for this to happen. I'm going to create that myself. That's why it's so powerful what Morty's saying. And that's where Lashon Hara comes from. Lashon Hara comes from the fact, as the Maral says, is that the Metzora is like he's dead. Why is the mitzvah like he's dead? Because a dead person he brings. That there are four people. You guys have heard this from me in the past. There are four people who are considered dead: a blind person, a person Rachmanes doesn't have children, a person who's poor, and a mitzvah. And the Maral says, what is the common dom- denominator of all four of them? Is that they need everybody else. They're not givers. The blind person needs other people. He can't. He can't exist without other people showing him where to go. So he's. Very dependent on other people. Someone who doesn't have children, he doesn't have that ability to give. Someone who doesn't have money doesn't have that ability. Obviously, each one of them, in their own way, could rise above that. You can have people who have all the money in the world and they're dead, and they're, they're, they're takers. That's not the point. But the point of the morale and the mitzora. What's the mitzora? <laughs> the guy who I need to feel good on the expense of everybody else. I can't generate feeling good within myself. And it's the hardest thing, like Libby was saying, 14 years, 14 years. That means for us it's for sure at least 28 years, double the time of the Imranas. But what it means is day in, as Libby, you were asking before, day in, day out. and now you're in yeshiva. Now we're in an environment where every morning we do this. Every morning we get up here and we speak about this, and we speak about this, and we speak about it. And how was it, Ben and Morty, how was it in the summer? You sat for a year, in day in, day out. Positivity, positivity. What happens when you get back to reality? What happens? How long does it take until all the negativity just, for me it takes about a plane ride. For me it takes a day. That's for me, I don't know anybody else. About 11 hours, right? That's what it takes, right? You get in there and then you forget. You forget. I'm saying until you switch back to your old negative habits. That's, that's what happens. So we constantly have to do it. So it's an inspiration, and that's so key. I just want to say, how if that's a Nakuda, if that's probably the most important key for us to focus on, <coughs> is really taking ownership on your mood. And that means if you're in a bad mood, taking ownership on your mood doesn't mean I have to be in a good mood. It doesn't mean you have to be ha ha ha, the happiest guy in the world. You could be depressed. But take ownership and say, I'm depressed because I'm depressed. I'm not depressed because of my ma- mommy, my daddy, my Rebbe, my fifth grade Rebbe. No, that's not true. I'm depressed now because I am choosing to be down. I- obviously, <coughs> I'm oversimplifying it. But the point is, that is the first step of your growth, is to take that responsibility. Yes, Libby.
1: Right. So what he said is that that like looking back, he um, says like he sees a trouble making. So uh I'm asking them just one point
0: on that. Yes.
1: I personally should have a out Um I found that the problem is as you get older you start looking at things that were like your problems as the child, right? A grown up, and therefore you start like the it grows unless you <laughs> Yes. This oh, is my comment. He had responsibility for me. Oh, I'm not going to troublemaker when they were supposed to control my life. So take out that part that you're growing up. And you just got to remember, that, like, I was a kid, that was them. Now nah, I'm not like that.
2: You
0: just pick up. Keep running. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, right. Correct. Yes, yes. Right. yes. Well said, Livey. And, and I want to say, Schreck Livey. I want to say that at this stage, and we've spoken about this, we're going to continue speaking about this, is at this stage that you're in right now of the transition, and this is what you're saying, the transition of childhood to adulthood, of graduating high school to get ready for marriage, that transition is going to be a very, very challenging transition. Because you will see, are you're going to be someone because For Morty, for a guy who's 19 years old, that's why I asked him how old you are, for a guy who's 19 years old to take away the the fault of of, the the rebellion and his teachers, whatever he went through, and to put it on himself, you have people who are 30, 40, 50 years old who are still blaming their parents, still blaming their rebellion, still blaming the system, still blaming somebody for their problems. So you're right, Libby. I'm, just, I'm literally just like that I yeah. think. Right, no, I know, but I'm it's saying, right, but no, but what I'm saying is that you, you. what you're saying is so true because unless you're willing to let that go <laughs> and you're willing to live new and create yourself new and say, it's, it, let's let's go fight there, let's, let's go, let's grow up, smash your rearview mirrors, exactly.
2: Uh-huh. Really? OK, yes. Um, That's like a good thing. Really, really, like insane level to get to. That's a very, very mature level to get to. Yeah, it's yes, talking. Like, yeah, really, like, insane. Right. But also, I think that it's also. Uh, I think, like, Robbie was saying, this also when Robbie was saying that, like, I think there's. It could be that there's also like a step before that, like you have to actually understand, like, there is something that's bothering you. There is, like, there is, like a. A hundred percent. Is um, there's something negative that's holding me down. You have to like figure out what that is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. 100%. When you're
0: ready, what Ari's saying is that you can't ignore the pain. You can't ignore what happened to you. You have to figure out. But However, those two go hand in hand. When you're ready to, to realize that, that, that that's something that um, is in me, but I can deal with it. I can deal with it. i got to learn how to deal with it. I want to own it. Like I said, owning it doesn't mean that everything is, is amazing. Owning could mean that everything is terrible. I'm owning the fact that I'm so sad about this, the fact that this hurts me so much. So now what am I gonna do about that? But well said. Yes, Shimmy. I was thinking also, I want more to say, uh, it's so interesting how
4: when you take responsibility, you like take someone off your shoulder. Right. You would think it's
0: the other way around. Right, you hear this? Beautiful.
4: Right, beautiful.
0: You guys hear this? What well, Shimmy's saying beautifully, as always, as always, as always, Shimmy is saying beautifully, saying it's ironic. Because what do you think? You think when you're going to take responsibility for your life, you think that then it's going to be so heavy. When it's the exact opposite. It's when you don't take responsibility for your life, that's when it's so heavy. But the second you take responsibility and you own it, and you say, you know what? Maybe I messed up. Maybe I was a difficult kid. Maybe I had this and that. Whatever it is. It's okay. It's okay. Then you actually feel free. Because you now can they say that's subshaw baal chuva. What does the word baal chuva mean? You're owner. You're an owner. A baal. You're a baal. You're an owner of your life. You begin saying that not that I'm perfect, not that I don't have problems, but I'm owning my problems. I'm owning the challenges. Like Ari was saying before, we're so blessed for someone. Do you realize how crazy that is that we could sit in a yeshiva? I should have a better term than crazy. How incredible, how incredible it is that we could sit in a yeshiva, in a base medrash, learn Musa, and have a guy sit here, a tzaddik sit there and say, you know what I realize. I realize my problems, and the problems are the best thing in the world for me. People would say, like, you know, to take... You realize, you realize what that is? Do you, you realize what kind of level that is that, we are, that we're talking about? The first two weeks of yeshiva, that we're, that we're talking about, that, that I have problems and I have challenges, that's the whole tachlis of El. That's the whole tachlis of Rosh Hashanah. It's the whole tachlis of our life. The whole purpose of our life is to get to that level, to say, I, and you know what's going to happen, Ari, and to everybody here? I say it like, like, like whack-a-mole, you're going to get rid of these problems and you're going to be like, okay, okay, I'm 18, 19, 20, I finished these problems, and then what's going to happen? Another set of problems are going to come. And then what's going to happen? You're going to deal with those problems, and then what's going to happen? Another set of problems will come. And the more you learn, the quicker you learn to learn how to deal with the problems and that your life is not whether or not you have problems, because you're going to have problems, but you learn how to deal with your problems. Because at 18, 19, 20, you have these problems. At my age, I have different problems. Until the day you die, I think that's the way it works. So far, that's the way it's going for me. I don't know what it's going to be later and later, but so far, it's the same exact thing. And the formula, that's why I could sit here and talk, and we could talk the same talk, because I'm just like everybody here. I'm not better. I'm not anything. I'm I'm, I'm just at a different stage, and I've I've recognized over and over that a lot of the problems have to do with negativity. A lot of the problems have to do with victimizing yourself. A lot of the problems have to do with not taking ownership, because I've seen that in my own life. I see when I play the victim card, I lose. I see when I don't own up to whatever I need to own up, I lose. Yes, Yehuda. First of all, welcome back, Yehuda. Welcome back, Yehuda. Talk about strength, yeah. Pull up. What?
2: Yeah, yeah. I got, I got you. Just go ahead.
4: Thank you.
0: Yeah, right? I like that. Got you. Like,
4: it's uh what be was saying. Just to take it a step further, similar personal experience? Yes. Is that um, even, and i honestly say, especially in the situations where there's sometimes a situation where, like, it's clearly, like, you can't even be misconstrued as your fault. And you can't take a step out of it, what did I do wrong? There's sometimes where just the other person is at fault, there's no question about it. Yeah. Something I just found is that once you once you take the first step, like Morty was saying, you take the first step, and you, you take yourself out of the situation and say, maybe what did I do wrong with it? And then you learn, like Shimi was saying, to... Uh, learned uh you learned once you take on responsibility how good it feels especially in the situations where one hundred percent you're not at fault if those if you take those situations you know you're not at fault but you still take responsibility for those I found those are especially the most rewarding so you could probably those are the ones you can learn the most from. Yes ones where it's definitely not at
0: fault. Wow beautiful beautiful well, well said Yehuda. Beautiful well said well said Yehuda. Very very well said. And 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 on that note you touched something, and when you were saying that, is that what's interesting about what you're saying, Yehuda, and there's a little bit deeper, and there's a very, very important point. The bad feelings come, <coughs> and the anxiety, whatever it is, thank you, Libby, the bad feelings, the anxiety, the guilt, the shame, the anxiety, the dot, 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 usually come when you haven't yet made that distinction of whose fault it is. And you're still putting yourself in that it's your fault. And the second a person can make the distinction between this was not my fault, this is this person's fault, then it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to the other person. And then you, like you're saying Yehuda, you could go ahead and you could could deal with it however you want to deal with it. But it's not mixed. It's not mixed. It's very separate. What happens is, by us, it's all mixed in. It's all mixed up. I'm not sure if it's him, I'm not sure if it's me. But the second you make that break and you have that clarity, then you can make a clear decision of how you want to deal with the situation. Do I want to accept it? Yeah.
4: It's also that when something is clearly someone else's fault, it's much easier for that to get to so yes. you. Yeah. You can just say, like, well, oh, this person's thinking of this, thinking at that. Right. It's like, you can see, when he's very at fault, it's much easier <laughs> to get to somebody. Because then when it's not sure, then you can say, Maybe it has something to do with it, maybe that. But when it's clearly someone else's fault, it's easy for that negativity to just go straight to your head. And yeah. just like, this
0: person is a this, is a, this that,
2: and now just keep
4: getting
0: away from you. So it's what okay. I was saying is that, when
1: because those are the most dangerous. Those are the, right. So you're saying, It's actually not your fault, but that go straight to your head. Beautiful, beautiful. beautiful, wow, <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. was just saying, <clears throat> to answer this question before, uh, if There's a problem, and you say, okay, it wasn't my fault, it was his fault. But isn't that a, a little contradiction to what you're saying? You know, like,
0: more you say the so <laughs> what Morty and Reddit are saying about
1: really owning it? So that's clear. What? So you should own it, you shouldn't be like, oh,
0: that's. That shouldn't, fault. there's no shouldn't, there's not should or shouldn't.
1: One, uh, preferably. Um, preferably, uh, it's what you're, you're, choo- why, why, why you're choosing to do. What are you doing? Oh, so, so what are you what doing? Are piece? you blaming? No, what are you is really Isn't that, enough enough like, oh, that was his problem.
0: Why not? Indeed. That's the, you're, you're, that's the truth. That's the truth. What do you yes, mean? So what if it's
1: the truth? In someone and then whoever you're dealing with doesn't understand that's the truth and that. But
0: at least, but at least, at least you're you're clear about who did what and where I am in this. It's not fuzzy. It's very clear. If that belongs to him. This belongs to me. It's not confusing. This is his. It's his fault. Now I can go ahead and choose how I'm going to react to that or not react to that. It's not confusing. It's very clear. It's very clear. It's very clear it's that person's fault. Great. Now what do I do?
1: You're saying owner doesn't necessarily mean like own own something for the sake of owning it, even if it's not your problem. you like, okay, I'll suck it up and I'll let him think it's... Busy. Exactly. I'm saying owning is like, okay, it is definitely his problem, but I'll choose to be happy when Exactly.
0: Say, say that again loud. Beautiful. That's it. Listen to what Chai's saying. Exactly. That's it. So owning doesn't mean... Owning that, doesn't mean... There's very... Poor. Yeah,
1: say it loud. Own, I don't know I, don't know, I, don't even know what I said. Like, okay. Owning, owning doesn't... <laughs> owning doesn't mean um, saying that whoever did whatever wrong to me means that I should take the hit for him. It means that he, it's his problem but I'll own up to the fact that I'll own
0: my decision I'll own the decision meaning ownership means it was his fault 100% his fault the ownership is what am I going to how am I going to react how am I going to react am I going to be angry at him am I going to accept him what am I going to do
1: that's very interesting cuz a lot of the times I was always like I always thought that whenever you said owning it meant that like, even if it's not
0: my problem I should still own it and it should be a man and like, be like yeah, I'll take the hit. but that's not what it means. No, that's not what it means. Here, hand, Thank you. Right? That's what I was Thanks. Thank you, <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, yeah, one more and then we'll, I want to transition to Ms. hils for a few minutes. Yes, Ellie? Yes. Oh, Dovi, sorry. One of my questions got answered, despite... All right. So, so I just want to be clear on what Ellie is asking right now. What Morty was saying doesn't mean that you have to say that it's your fault. It could be it's not your fault. The point is not to say it's my fault. The point is to be honest with what happened. It happens to be in Morty's case. He was saying he was taking it as his fault. But what we've been talking about here is to say, no, maybe it's 100% not your fault. And maybe it's 100% his fault. The ownership is, now what? <coughs> now what? Now what do I do with that? Now that I establish that it's this person's fault, now what do I do with it? Now that I establish that it's my fault, now what do I do with it? OK?
4: Let's say I look at everything that happens, even if it wasn't my fault. Let's say I look at it as a positivity. It is. But I look at it as a positivity. That means that I'm not working towards anything. It's good then that's
0: not owning it. You're not owning it. So, You're not owning it.
4: So how do I place it to where i taking action on what happened? You have, to,
0: the you, you, have to, you have to own the feelings. You have to own. When I say own, it means you have to live in reality, live in what it is. I'm angry, so I'm angry. I got a lot of anger in me. I have a lot of guilt in me. I have a lot of tainas on people on. I have a lot of, that's owning it. Owning it doesn't mean it's good or bad. It just means I am living the truth of what it is. Yeah? Okay, let's end, oh yeah. Oh, Daniel, wow. Yes. Why? Okay, good, let's go, let's hear. I'm seeing like I'm somebody other when somebody thinks it's totally, like, when the other guy's fault. Right? So it's obviously, it's obviously like, something that like, maybe is like, my fault or something.
4: So even if it's his fault, we like, try to freak like, out like, the emotions that we're feeling and like, try to like, see
0: what you saying. Wow. Just try to recognize his misunderstanding. <clears throat> wow. Wow, you guys heard that? That's amazing. Amazing, <clears throat> amazing. There's a little bit of what, what, what Yehuda was saying before. What Daniel's saying is he's saying, even if you know that it's 100% the other guy's fault, even if you know that this guy is irrational, even if you know that this guy is crazy, I'm exaggerating, but I think this is what you're saying, and he's blaming you for nothing for you to blame, what I think you're saying, and tell me if I'm understanding you right, is that to understand how I can learn from this situation and what could I gain and be macabre from the situation anyway. Is that what you're saying? Right, meaning to try and find, right, to try and find, to try and see how he might be right and to see how I can gain from what he's saying. I can learn from what he's saying. Not to be defensive. That's incredible. I wanna say, say why it's incredible. Because when a person is defensive, and a person, most people who have trouble listening are, are defensive. People who like to talk a lot, they're, they're defensive. And they can't really hear. When a person's open to hear from someone else, and he's open to hear from someone else, you're gonna to begin to hear things that you never heard before. And even if your first statement is gonna be thinking like Daniel's saying, oh, no, 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 it can't, be, it can't be true. But if you're really listening, and you're really tuning in, a person listens from his heart, and you're truly listening to hear what he has to say, you will hear things that you could never imagine that you would have heard. Beautiful, beautiful, well said. Yes, Dovey. Let's uh, just think about like, all that Lydon said about the transition. The transition.
4: Um, I think when you don't take responsibility for something, say, parents or even in general, situation, you have an expectation from the other side, whether it's realistic or whether it's not realistic. Right.
0: Amazing. Really amazing. 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 amazing, 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 amazing. Just to end off on that, and then I just want to read at least one part in the Missil Susharim, which is a good segue, like Dovi, Dovi ended off this segment a little bit strong to say that a lot of times, and we spoke about this yesterday, a lot of times we're afraid to be independent. We're afraid to live the life <laughs> that we want to live. And in order to sometimes live the life that we want to live, we have to get rid of our expectations from other people. We have to get rid of the expectations from other people. And what we need to do is we need to tune inside. When a person has expectations from other people, so what happens is he's tuned in to what everyone else needs and what everyone else is going to do and what everyone else, how everyone else affects me as opposed to, I'm going inside. How do I affect other people? How am I a mashpia? How am I somebody who can generate whatever it is without? Now it's difficult, like you're saying, when you talk about parents, when you talk about your friends, when you talk about your support. The second that your support falls down, the question is, what do you do? What do you do? What does a person do? Yes.
2: Yeah. And something that, that's worked for me in the past to <laughs> help me move on from like certain situations or some of that hurt me or someone or something like that. Um, I find that getting closure and really um, speaking to the person up front and really telling you how you feel about it is mm-hmm. very helpful. I'm saying this for me. That's how. That's how uh, it helped me a lot yeah. you know, to get through situations. Yeah.
0: That's already yes. Well said, Ari. That 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 I have to say is that that depends on where you're at and who it is and what happened and the process. A lot of times before even what you're saying is people need to stay away and they need to heal and they need to whatever until they're able to confront the person. But yes, that's a high level like you're saying, Ari. Yes. Okay. Um, I just want to read one piece from the Ramchal. So Hashem should help us. This was actually the, the uh, Chavetz Chaim. Hashem should help us. It goes to show the power of Lashon Hara and the power of of why we speak Lashon Hara and why we're negative. Like we said before, your negativity is going to come from your lack of responsibility, from your lack of independence, from your lack of you um, wanting to wait for someone else to make your life happy. And the quicker you get on that boat and the quicker you stop. And a person can say, oh, but I'm only 18. I just graduated. Yeshiva just started. Give me some time. It doesn't mean you can't have a good time. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy. But what it means is the quicker you begin to really, really, really focus on yourself and the quicker you begin to go internally and figure out who you are and why you do what you do, And the quicker you stop answering to all other voices in your head that this one expects me to do this, and this one I'm supposed to do that, and this one I'm supposed to do that, and the quicker you hone in on yourself, the quicker you will be free, like Shimmy was saying. The quicker you own up and take responsibility for your life, the the, the load will go off of you. It's such an irony. You will feel such a lack of pressure from the outside which a lot of times and it's scary I guess sometimes it's scary to take off all the pressure on the outside because then you're left with yourself and then you're like uh oh so now I don't even know what I need I don't even know what I want anymore because all my wants and all my things are all dependent on other people so sometimes it gets scary like that so Hashem should help us all we should all be Zocha each and every one of us, not to speak any Lashon not to focus on other people at all. And when I say not to focus, it doesn't mean not to help people, not to be there for other people. What it means is focus on what you want, focus on what you wanna, where you're headed, focus on what you want to accomplish, and, and get there, and do it. I mentioned yesterday, now that he's here, I can mention it again, because I don't know if he'll share with us, but just if anyone would have a conversation, I know Yitzi Raymond, Yety Raymond's a person who to me is an inspiration in in many ways and I don't say that lightly an inspiration of somebody who 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 does what he feels he needs to do for him and and he doesn't look to the left and doesn't look to the right obviously you know he you know we're very close it's not like he just you know does whatever he wants to do he has ethics he speaks to people but but to be able to be free To live the way you want to live is something that is so powerful. It's something that's so, so important. And then you don't end up thinking about other people. You're not busy with other people. You're busy with one person. And that's yourself. You're busy with yourself. You're busy with your learning. You're busy with your avodas Hashem. You're busy with your Gemara. You're busy with your Chumash. You're busy with your introspection. You're busy with your schedule. Right? The whole social media. The whole world that we live in. The whole social media is one big, right? I remember when YouTube came out. I remember it's YouTube. It's somebody else. It's somebody else. The whole focus became on looking and watching somebody else. Watching someone else be interested in somebody else. And it's so ironic because it's such a selfish generation and everyone's looking at everybody else. But if a person would go ahead and he would just focus and have himself His own self-interest, and he'd be obsessed with himself—not in a selfish way—obsessed with working on himself. Everybody would be so much happier. Everybody would be so much happier. Okay. Question on comments, and then we're going to wrap up um, the first point of the the Nasiel Sharim. Nasiel Sharim just says yes. Why? Yeah. Very good. Exactly. Hayira, sharp. The first level, and we're going to end off with this. The first level of being a Jew. The first level of being a Jew. We all want to know, we're all going to spend the year together improving and helping us grow as Jews, to grow as people, which is one and the same. To grow as a person is to grow as a Jew, because we're all Jewish here, and we're all, we're all trying to be the best people that we can be. The first step says the Ramchal is Yira. Now Yira is from the same letters as Re'iya. Re'iya means, as he says very clearly, my relationship with Hashem. Your first step in Judaism, and this is the first of the five foundations of Judaism, your first step is how do I build my relationship with Hashem? Hashem. What is my relationship with Hashem? How do I view Hashem? As we've said many times, many people live their whole lives that Hashem is a monster and Hashem is out to get them. and Hashem is out to get you. Some people live in the world of like, I don't know, Hashem, I don't get Hashem. Hashem, you know, is distant from me, I'm distant from him, he does his thing, I do my thing. We have a very simple relationship. Some people have this amazing relationship with Hashem. But the point is not, the point is not where you're at now. The point is to understand that life and Judaism and Yiddishkeit is about building relationships. In the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the holiest place in the world, There's a man and a woman. The reason there's a man and a woman is because Hashem is teaching us that the way to come to holiness, the way to come to me, Hashem, is through relationships. And the first question you want to ask yourself as we're getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, the first question you want to constantly ask yourself is what is the level of relationship with me and Hashem? And like we've said this with everything, that doesn't mean you can't say, I don't have a relationship with Hashem. It's okay, you could just call it what it is. I don't understand Hashem. I don't know how to have a relationship with Hashem. I don't have a good relationship with Hashem. Or you can say, I have a great relationship with Hashem. But at least what you're doing is, you're talking about it, you're understanding it, and you're realizing that that is the first pillar of the foundation of being a Jew, is to ask yourself, that question. That's pillar number one. What is my relationship? And the Ramchal says something very interesting. He says that where do you see that relationship <coughs> the most? You see that relationship when it comes to Torah and Tefillah. You hear that? He puts them in the same exact category. He puts Torah, the Ramchal does this, he puts Torah and Tefillah in the same category when it comes to Yiras Hashem, a relationship, which means. It's not about how long, it's not about how many hours you're learning Torah. It's not about how long your are Ezra is. It's not about all of that. It's not how many Siddurim you learn. It's about your relationship with Hashem within that. It's not davening, like I said this morning after Shir, that Rebelevi Yitzchak from Bardichev got up during davening and clapped on the bima and says, I just want to remind everybody that there is a God during davening because it's not just about davening it's not just about turning pages and learning, people want to learn how to learn Gemara, of course but how do you know how to learn Gemara? you have to daven to Hashem the netziv the The netziv, they say didn't give she'er. listen to this The netziv said he didn't give shir a day that he didn't cry during Avarabah, which talks about connecting to the Torah. Why? Because if I'm not connected to Hashem, what's my connection to Torah? Now that doesn't mean mitokshalolishma, balishma, of course. You don't have to be on a madriga to have the best relationship with Hashem and everything's perfect to learn. You can learn even without that. But if you're missing the whole point. So it's like you can dive in without right. I know myself, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk like this about myself, but sometimes I can finish Manasra and I'm like and I'm like uh you know uh I think they say one of the one of the tzaddikim after someone finished Manasray. So he came after me, he says, How was your trip? He says, how was your trip? He says, Yeah, you just finished Manasray, you went all around the world. I know I can relate to that. Sometimes it's very difficult. I'm thinking about this, thinking about this. So here you're sitting there in front of Hashem, myself, and this happens to me all the time. One of my feelers are, I could just share with you, one of the things I daven for is that I could daven better. That's what I daven for. I want to remember that I'm talking to Hashem. When a person's learning Torah, to remember, why am I learning Torah? What's this all about? Yeah, okay, it's a gemara, a sukkah, how many amas, it's kasher, it's pasal, whatever you're learning, Tamid, whatever you're learning. But why am I learning that? What's the purpose of this? That's step one in a person's foundation of Judaism. Yes, Yehuda and Morty. And then we'll wrap it up for today. So, you just get Beautiful, beautiful, Thank you. Yeah, Morty, you wanna say something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where do we, and what
3: relationship is about giving? Right. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And you're saying tzedakah is showing, showing what you're doing on, on Torah and Fila. Beautiful. Beautiful. Shakayas Mori. Beautiful. 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 Yeah, Shem should help each and every one of us. Yes, Rabbi Simkarab. Huh? I was just uh thinking just to wrapping up anyways, yesterday I noticed a lot of people got very um, Involved with a friend thing. Yeah. And I had a close, so I was reading this from Victor Miller. Yeah. And he
3: said an idea that if you're pursuing greatness, if you're pursuing
2: greatness, then friends will pursue you. But if you're pursuing friends, greatness will not pursue you. Wow. So whether wow. you're going to have friends or whether
0: not, like, like don't worry like you focus on what you got to and like people will be begging after to have your Correct. support group beautiful beautiful yes. beautiful 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 Hashem should help each and every one of us we should be Zoha each and every one of us should be Zoha to to be able to move forward and moving forward like Ari said before it does not mean you're not dealing with things of the past that you need to deal with. It's not a contradiction. Because sometimes moving forward means you have to deal with things within your past. But when you're living in your past, that's when there's a problem. When your whole thought is about my past, or about my future, and that sucks out the energy that I can't focus on me now. And I can't get into the zone that I want to get into. That's what we hope and pray and try and remind ourselves that that's what it's about so hashem should help each and every one of us we should be to live today because that's all we have we have today that's all we have let's live today the best we can let's focus on what we need to focus and through that we will be to live properly like today is the first day of the rest of our life have a wonderful day everybody
1: in the past you're going your own, your own structure, actually. you're past and you're, you're living It was? When you're, when you're,